The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today is Jessica. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Take it with you, folks. iTunes is good. Our guest today is Mark Knowles. Uh, Mark is probably known to a great many of you. He is the president and CEO of Pixel Silk, a rather new company. It's actually been around for a while, but it's a new name that developed a very SEO-friendly CMS system. Uh, and in fact, um, I liked it so much. We're going to be converting our site over to Pixel Silk as well. We've used it on a number of clients. It is probably the cleanest code I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. A number of our colleagues have actually reviewed it and have written uh, really, really nice reviews about Pixel Silk. And um, it really is SEO friendly. So if you're interested, um, think about doing that. But Mark will be here to tell us all about it and the trials and tribulations of writing a content management system. Uh, so please stick to uh, the show for that. Before we actually get in with Mark, I uh, thought we'd talk a little bit about conferences. Tis the season. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Is there a jingle for this? Uh, there ought to be. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, five conferences in six weeks, so that's conference season. <laughs> and Bruce says he doesn't have time for jet lag. Yeah, certainly. I would have jet lag if I just had the time for it. Um, the problem is when you like go to Europe and then come back and you go to a conference and you're still in the wrong time zone, Yes. how much jet lag are you really allowed to have? Right. Because you didn't really go all the way home. You know? Exactly. And you're missing all the good food and beer. Well, if you go to a conference, you're not. Ah, yes. You That's just, right. <laughs> we all know how networking works. Yes. So – a couple weeks ago was SMX East. Uh, that turned out to be a very good conference. There were uh, plenty of people there. They had a lot of registrations at the last minute, which uh, kind of surprised, pleasantly surprised everybody. So SMX East was pretty populated. Uh, we had a full class. We did a one-day SEO training class at SMX East, and it worked out really, really well. Um, had a couple of really nice reviews. 
We did. Some people on Twitter were saying that uh, the one day was better than SMX itself. A really nice review from a staff member at Mannix Marketing, an internet marketing firm. They said, quote, I learned more during this eight-hour small group session than I have at any conference I've been to. Good stuff. Yeah. Small group session isn't 50 people instead of, you know, 1,000. So... But it was a pretty good curriculum. Uh, we've got it uh, presented at SES last Monday. Uh, we're going to present it again at AdTech at the beginning of November in New York. Um, so it's a it's a pretty well-received curriculum. We've been doing it now for all three SMXs, uh, all three SESs, and two AdTechs. What kind of people are you seeing coming to your class? Well... Quite frankly, everybody. Uh, about a third, maybe a fourth of the class is SEO companies that send analysts. The um, And actually, Mannix Marketing, uh, they had decided they were just going to send one person to each of all the courses. And uh, I got the person that drew the uh, lucky straw. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, we've got a lot of people in the SEO space that come that are part of vendors that provide SEO services. But we also get a lot of companies uh, and large and small companies who are just looking for a brush up on uh, all sorts of, is this new stuff? I mean, think about what Google's done. No, last year they have Canonical, they have Instant, they rolled out Caffeine. Yeah. year before that, they changed the nofollow 47,000 times. <laughs> year before that, they did universal or you know they they've changed so much uh and keeping up with it can cause you to get whiplash yep that's right one of the big problems i think the average seo has is they're so busy doing and keeping up with the staff that doesn't understand seo within their company that they don't have the two to three to four hours a day to stay up on the industry right so it's all skill levels that come to see you absolutely Yep. Or positively. I'm not sure which, which way that works. <laughs> the but, cool thing is, too, is they get to spend some one-on-one time with you and ask you questions directly related to their business. Yeah. Um, usually during breaks and especially at lunch. You get um, bombarded. I get bombarded, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Which is totally fine. And then at the conference, um, what we have found is that it is really a very, very effective networking type of thing. It's sort of surprising. We discovered that a minor number of the people who are paying for the all-conference passes actually make it onto the exhibit floor. Hmm. And the people that are there to learn are the people we are really trying to reach. So it's kind of hard. Um, Well, we do have some great discount codes for everyone. Um, First, for the one-day training at AdTech in November, you can get 20% off. And then we're offering 10% off registration for PubCon in Vegas in November as well. You can find those codes by going to www.bruceclay.com slash SEO slash training discounts dot HTM. And uh, that's going to be it for us right now. It's time for a quick break. But when we come back, more SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. 
Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, ka How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at ka and I'll give you a ka button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Jessica, and I'm joined by Mark Knowles, President and CEO of Pixel Silk a company based out of Bend, Oregon, that provides SEO-friendly content management systems that offer websites search-friendly design, code, content, architecture, and more. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me, Jessica. You're very welcome. Mark's also been really instrumental in putting together the Bend Webcam Conference in Bend, Oregon, which just wrapped up its second year in late September. How did it go, and what were some of the highlights, Mark? It was a lot of fun. We, um, I think there was about... Uh, 200 attendees, so it's a small, intimate conference. It took place in downtown Bend in the Tower Theater and the Oxford Hotel, and the local restaurants helped feed everybody. We had uh, coupons for everyone to just go to a restaurant and get get lunch, so you didn't need a car. It was really neat. Just Everything was within a block or three of walking distance, and it was a lot of fun. Everyone had a great time. Some of the um, memorable um, events or, uh, during some of the sessions were a couple of the keynotes. Mm-hmm. One of them we had um, Jason Bagley. He was responsible for the Old Spice commercials. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny. He, uh, first of all, was super creative. And then they showed some of the behind-the-scenes stuff when they started to reply with the videos <laughs> yes. to people and how they were creating those. Ba- basically, uh, 
these these things would come in and they would get looked at and then handed to three writers and they were all just writing responses and then they were passing these three notebooks amongst them so each one of them made it through each oh of the writers gosh. and then they would once they had it one done they would give it to the actor and they would just shoot it. they were all just in one room like right all right next to each other just oh my gosh. cranking these things out how long did it take them for from the initial time that somebody asked a question to the response in some cases it was right away like oh, wow. they were just that it was like a almost like a task force type of mentality it was really high action so cool. and so he showed some of those clips and that you could and they were also having a ton of fun which which helped quite a bit totally um it, it was a real pleasure uh we also had mike geiger come from uh goodby and silver silverstein i think is his, the, the name so. they, go, they go by goodby i think they get called that a lot but he's the chief digital officer for i think what he said was 800 interactive folks on their on their wow. in their team pretty large company and he basically walked through the transition that Goodby went from a traditional advertising agency to becoming an interactive agency. Mm-hmm. And they they knew that it was going to hurt first before – or get worse before it got better, essentially. And they showed the transition over that four years. And in the fourth year, they actually won Interactive Agency of the Year Award. And it was a fascinating presentation. The, what I liked about it is we – we are talking to a lot of design firms, and they're doing that exact same thing. They're in the midst of this transition of the things that used used to work, and then moving into digital, which requires some extra skills. Um, SEO and geeks was one of the words he used. You got to hire some geeks, and you need to get into stuff called SEO. And so. It was, it, it was uh, fascinating to listen to him and what a big agency was able to do because I think there are a lot of agencies that are doing exactly the same thing. And Mike was very open and honest about how difficult that transition was. Very cool. And you can't forget about the beer, right? There was lots of good beer going on. In there the- was, yeah. Actually, we, we featured at the the um, the party Wednesday night. We featured the Pixel Silk beer. I don't know if you heard about that or I not. I have not. It was really, really pretty fun. So uh, – um, this beer, one of them is called uh, – we had two different varieties. One was HTML, <laughs> which was, was a hit. And the other one is called Partner Porter, which is a play on words for the Pixel Silk Partner Portal, of course. Very but nice. all the beer was drank. Everybody loved it. And, um, and 96 bottles of beer, is a, that's a party, by the way. I didn't know that. I, I know it now. <laughs> I'm actually from Oregon originally, so I think that's where my penchant for good beer comes from. So, and we are spoiled in Bend. We have we have better beer than we deserve. Yeah, but it is a, it was a lot of fun and very good. So, moving on to Pixel Silk, um, you launched in February 2009. Yes, and your product has been really well received by the community. Um, who is your target client, and who benefits most from it? That's an interesting question. Um, Pixel Silk has. We recognize six different roles. One of them is Ed the editor. So anyone who needs to edit a website, Pixel Silk has a spot for him. We're ready to go. We have another role called Webster, which is the web developer. And web developers work in different firms, and we have a, a place for Webster to come and do their work. We have another role called Oscar, Oscar the optimizer. So <laughs> SEOs can go in and uh, get their work done and also leave some clues behind for people that come after them. And we also have Devin, the developer. So if you need to connect to a back-end database, so our API is waiting for, for Devin. And uh, Nettie, the network administrator, this is typically the person that manages the technical side of DNS and um, those kinds of things. And last but not least 
is uh, Sadie, the site administrator, typically worried about ROI and who's accessing the system and handling audit logs and things like that. So those six roles, Ed, Webster, Oscar, Devin, Nettie, and Sadie are uh, who Pixel Silk's ready to go for. And those things exist in lots of different kinds of companies, web, web development firms, marketing firms, et cetera. Awesome SEO, that you have your personas down so well. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> so what are some of the features of an SEO-ready CMS that make it work so well in conjunction with SEO efforts? So one thing we noticed, uh, you know, we've been um, hanging around the SEO crowd for quite a while, and uh, ran into some of these obstacles ourselves many years ago. And in talking with everyone, it, it just came down to 100% control. They just want to be able to control the way that HTML is presented to a browser, the order in which the code is rendered, the the way the URLs are structured, the patterns or the URL rules, wh- whatever they need to dream up to win that next campaign, that's the kind of control that they wanted. If you think about it, the control they get from a hand-coded site mm-hmm. – uh, with the advantages of content management. That's essentially what they wanted, and that's what we built in Pixel Silk. Awesome. Um, how much creativity and unique layout can be used to design websites in Pixel Silk CMS? That's a great question, because again, it's a, the answer is 100% control. Mm-hmm. There is, Pixel Silk prescribes nothing on that. You have a blank slate. You can do whatever you want. Now, most companies leverage pre-existing work, so it has a whole system for for creating tokens out of pre-existing work. Mm -hmm. But the idea of a CMS imposing certain design criteria for it to be a valid theme inside of a CMS, we just object to that imposition. And PixelSilk gives the creative full control. Now, there's more struggle if you just think about this for a second. Get a designer and an SEO in a room and have them come up with that winning design. Right. There's more struggle there. So whatever they come up with, Pixel Silk needs to be able to support it, including both extremes, like 100% SEO or 100% design. It actually handles that as well. But we kind of uh, we do not want to be in the way. And so by design, we are not. Very cool. Um, so what's in the queue for Pixel Silk? Well, just recently, um, we've added what we call Pixel Silk Edge. And Pixel Silk Edge is a way for customers who have to scale nationwide or worldwide to be able to display videos in fast, high-performance environments. So uh, it's powered by Akamai. If, if you don't know who Akamai is, um, if you've ever done a Windows update, Akamai is the company that provides the Windows update to your computer. So when, when you do a big file transfer like that, uh, it's not coming off of one server. Akamai has a network of 71,000 servers worldwide, about 41,000 of those servers are in the U.S. So when someone in East Atlanta downloads a video off of Pixel Silk Edge, it's probably coming from East Atlanta. And this system is very easy to add to a Pixel Silk site. And for most customers, it, the, the cost is $100 per month. If your transfer is under 20 gigabytes a month, which is a lot of businesses, candidly, um, it's $100 a month, and now you're on those 71,000 servers worldwide, so you get incredible performance. It's okay. phenomenal. Akamai is a great partner, and we're glad to um, have them on board. Very good. Um, you have any speaking engagements, any conferences coming up that you're attending? I'm going to be at SES Chicago next week, and uh, 
then I've got a little vacation coming, and then right after I get back, I'm headed to uh, PubCon Vegas, and then uh, Bruce and I have been talking a little bit about Affiliate Summit in January, so I I may mosey down there too. Very good. Well, we look forward to more developments from Pixel Silk in the future. Um, so you can learn more about Pixel Silk by going to pixelsilk.com. That's P-I-X-E-L-S-I-L-K.com. Get in touch with Mark via Twitter at PixelSilkCMS, which you're having some trouble with. Is that right? <laughs> That's a funny story. Um, try to keep it brief, but we have twitter.com slash pixelsilk. And uh, I don't even think I could – the short version of it is we've been locked out from our account and – um, when I went around the, the office, I thought someone actually grabbed this name. I couldn't believe it. So I went around the office to find out if any of our employees had grabbed it. And everyone said, no, no, it wasn't me. So then I wrote this letter to Twitter, and they're telling them, hey, I'm the president of the company, and this is our company name. And, and I don't know what, what the, who these people are, what they want to do with this, but um, we'd love to get this account. So, so they locked it out, and then we created uh, – I thought they were going to hand it to us, which – I, it hasn't happened yet, and then uh, then we had to create pixelsilk.cm or pixelsilkcms in order to have something on Twitter. So that's what we did. Well, then I went around and, and I got an email from my one of my lead programmers. He goes, "Mark, if you wanted that account, all you had to do was ask me." And I go, "Well, I did. I was in the just this is like about a week later, and he had his headphones on. So when I went through there, he couldn't. He didn't hear me. He just basically saw my lips moving and and um, didn't hear so." So we actually have – we're in some kind of weird in-between state, and it has been like this for quite a while. We would actually offer – if anyone could help PixelSilk get the twitter.com slash PixelSilk account back and able to be used by us, we'll give them a $100 Apple card uh, or name the website of their choice. Maybe Amazon would be a better choice. But whichever one they want, either Apple or Amazon, $100 just to see if they can unlock this puzzle of ours. We'd love to be able to use that. Sounds like a great deal. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to share it with everyone, but that's the truth of the story. Oh, boy. All right. Um, you can also get a hold of Mark um, at mark.knowles at pixelsilk.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Mark. We really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. All right. Um, after the break, we'll be talking about recent changes to the Google AdWords keyword tool and what it means to search marketers. So stick around. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. 
So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox Link Building Report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your Link Building Report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Jessica. Hello, everyone. Scott Falls. Hello. And Bradley Lees. Hi. We're going to be talking about the recent changes to Google's AdWords keyword tool, um, which has caused quite a stir because they've basically eviscerated it and removed any kind of usefulness from it. So, guys, what does this mean? I think it's uh, going to be a kind of a minor setback for a while for a lot of uh, SEOs. I wouldn't say necessarily minor. It could be a huge setback for a while. Um, but what my takeaway is that we're going to have to find alternative means of getting data because apparently the largest source of visitor data on, at least in the United States, on the Internet, no longer believes that we should have free access to that data. So now basically what happened was Google said, uh, anything that we deem as a non-commercial keyword is no longer being uh, served in the Google AdWords tool. And um, I personally, having stepped away from a lot of tools that I know have been using scraping um, at, to, way, to support something that I felt was much more accurate, we were promised in the, in the consolidation of the different Google tools that, that this was going to be something that we could rely on uh, has basically been, um, you know, turned around, and, which is it's not so unusual for Google to do, but it's just kind of shocking how it, it just forces people to go to tools that are obviously breaking Google's standards and Google's guidelines, and I don't see how that helps. They, they talk about how they're about open source, and they talk about how they they want transparency, and um, they're obvious this is a direct commercial move towards forcing people into using AdWords, and I just find it to be beyond hypocritical. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I mean, it's 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 so hypocritical. It's to the point where it's actually gonna it's gonna it's gonna ruin a lot of other industries besides for just SEO's ability to get data on keywords. It's also gonna remove the ability for other like print industries for example 
who might have used that data based on searches within their niche to then go and do offline advertising based on that data, they can no longer do that either. So this isn't just an SEO type of an issue. Also, it's probably going to drive PPC costs sky high for right. certain keywords because there are fewer keywords now that you can get data on. So what are the alternatives now? Since we're cutting out the, the keyword tool, the Google keyword tool, how are people going to be able to do I mean, we have there. There's meta uh, keyword tools that, you know, I Yahoo still has quite a lot of information that's available, but I find that to be very suspicious and outdated. It's it's kind of a joke to me that we would actually try to use what kind of Yahoo activities there might be. There are hopefully we're hoping that um, that some of the Bing activities might actually make up for. Um, for some of it, but it is really uh, the only one out there that I think is somewhat valuable is SEM Rush. And like I said, I stepped away with, with, from that tool knowing that it was uh, scraping and using a lot of techniques I personally don't would not want to be repeated. And I mean, it, Google is forcing people into that position. And I much prefer to turn my back on that type of activity, but I don't have a lot of choice. Um, and it's going to get worse. People are going to find a lot more nasty ways of finding activities than that. Right, right. Well, I mean, there's we have a keyword tool in the uh, tool set, right? So right. there's there's that, at least. Well, that's there's it's a combining uh, what Bing currently is offering combined with what's available from... From um, from Google. Yeah, I think um, I think also because Yahoo and Bing are now kind of the same search data. Um, you've got those two different opposing forces historically within yeah. the search uh, space that are now together. So I'm I'm thinking because Google has been projected at about seventy percent of um, search market that we're now looking at Google and Bing roughly around 25 to 30% of the search market. Right. So you can still get some reliable data from Google, uh, from Yahoo and Bing, but again, because, because Google's no longer um, forthright with their data, and because we don't know exactly where third-party tools are getting their data from, like uh, SEMrush, um, then it's really, really hard to get solid statistics for really any keywords in relationship to Google right now. And Google's behavioral integration and everything, you know, I think there was some, there's got to have been a, there's, I wonder, I'm just curious, what were the, were the uh, price, the costs for supporting such a tool? Because it really was extremely dynamic by comparison to anything we've ever seen in Word Tracker or Word dis, you know, Keyword Discovery. Absolutely. Or, you know, Omniture. So long ago we used to use. Right, right. Well, um, Marty Weintraub over in Clear was really the first one to, to start talking about this. Um, his post is um, RIP uh, Google Keyword Tool Long Live SEO. And he did have a couple of suggestions for alternatives. Yeah, I think he mentioned like Word Tracker and um, also the the Microsoft Ad Labs or um, Ad Center Labs. Yeah, that's him. Uh, I think that Word Tracker... I don't think their numbers are accurate. <laughs> and it's, I think that you're going to have to go with Bing 
Microsoft's numbers, I don't see an alternative. Right. I really don't want to do that. At least at least with <laughs> yeah. Microsoft, we know where it's coming from. Yeah. No good solution yet. Well, well, that's it for this week's show. Thanks to our guest, Mark Knowles of Pixel Silk, and thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing the show. Check out scmsynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics, or follow us on Twitter at scmsynergy. If you have internet marketing questions or if there's anything you want to hear about, email scmsynergy at bruceclay.com. Come back next week for more industry info and experts, and thank you for joining us on SCM Synergy. 